my cousin uncle Vinny. welcome to the final checkpoint podcast this is episode 66 where each week we react to the latest video game news and talk about games that we are playing my name is joel and i'm ben how did you make that the intro how is that gonna be the intro <laughs> hey be here for the pre-show everybody all right <laughs> you don't have to be <laughs> I don't recommend it for that part. <laughs> just right. It's not worth it. It's not worth it just for yeah, finding out what we were true. referencing. But uh, either way, you can listen to this podcast <laughs> on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and over anchor over at anchor.fm and thegamefanatics.com. You can also find this podcast on uh, youtube.com slash checkpoint and watch live on twitch.tv slash Load last checkpoint. God, that's a lot of, a lot of different places to remember. Sure. I need like there should just be a uh, one link to take you everywhere. You know, wherever you want to go. I think that was AOL keywords. Oh. I mean, kind of. Rest in peace, AOL. Is that still God, around? I wish they were. I wish they were out of business. No. They're still alive mm. somewhere. I don't know. Hmm. Can we go to AOL.com in search of AOLs alive? I'm definitely not. You know what? I'll ask Jeeves about it. All right, perfect. I'm sure he knows. He knows everything. What was the other one? Lycos? Lycos with the dog? That sounds right. There was Lycos with the dog, and then there was like Alta Delta? Alta Vista? Alta Vista? Oh, gosh. Yeah, there's some. I think Alta Delta was the liquor store by my parents' house. (laughs) It was like a drive through liquor store or some (laughs) shit. (laughs) Yeah, that's, that's the search engine. It was that, yeah. It was probably that too. I don't know, no idea. Those are the weird ass days when I, I remember um, being a kid in elementary school, and you'd get on the computer, and it would be, the, you know, the shitty Windows ninety five computer, and it would, oh, oh do I go to Google uh, Netscape Navigator, or or do I do I Google it? Do I search for it on AOL? Like there was this choice of where do I search from, and it was like who knows where are you gonna go. It was kind of cool. The it's Wild fun. West, the Wild West of internet. Yeah. Yeah. Netscape. Good old Netscape, our friend, you know? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. They're Going just... strong. <laughs> yeah. Still out there somewhere, I'm sure. Yep. Oh, man. What the hell are we talking about? <laughs> I don't know. It's a weird energy today. <laughs> really weird. I think I'm just, like, I'm really laid back. I don't know. I, it's weird. It's been a weird weekend of, like, putting up Christmas lights and decorating for Christmas and Ooh. and feeling really good about that. You know, it's, uh, it's getting cold. It's supposed to snow this coming week. Yeah, I got cold here. Rude. Yeah. yeah. Oh, nice. I spent I spent probably a lot less time playing video games this last week than I have in a really long time just because I haven't been able to find anything like like to really capture my attention as I mentioned last yeah. week and in a recent tweet that I'm just begging to get addicted to something and you know, that might come this week with Cyberpunk, but uh other than that, I just haven't really found anything. And I think that's why I spent so much less time playing and more time just watching people play stuff and like watching more TV and movies. Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what about you? This what have is, you been doing? This is how I felt at the beginning of November because it was, it was between games. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as Valhalla got here and then Yakuza and, and Immortals, especially I've just been game and game and game and game and game and you're like swimming not, in games right now. It's almost stop, too yeah. too many big games because those are all huge ass games. It is true. Yeah. Cool. Well, Ben, we got a lot of great stuff to talk about. There's some like weird news, which is odd. Like, and when I looked at the news, like the list of news, I was just like, 
this is like some of this stuff just sounds kind of crazy to me. I don't know, like huh. like the first the first item is like a, a dream come true kind of a thing that we never thought would probably ever happen. And then there's some just weird stuff in here, especially like the last item on our list that I'm just like about time, but also like what the fuck? <laughs> like sure. I don't know. But anyways, shall we get started, Ben? Let, yes, let's dive into the news woo, woo, woo. and not reveal any of the secret news at the end, yeah. I guess. No secret news. Unless you're watching the stream, then you already know what we're going to talk about. But um, Oh, shush. Keep yeah. the secrets. Keep the secrets. All right, let's start off with our first news topic. Ben, what's our first news topic of the show? Oh, man. So the Super Nintendo World what? in Osaka, Japan is opening on February 4th, which we can talk about, oh, is that too soon and whatever, blah, 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 blah. It's Japan, and Japan's not letting anyone in anyway, so. Yeah, yeah. So that's, a, that's an entire separate issue. But this is, and you mentioned, something we never thought would happen, but it's it's something that should have happened probably 10, 15 years ago. Right, I right. love this. As someone who does really enjoy theme parks, I think everyone enjoys theme parks. Actually, I mean, who's against it? I, there's, there's a few. I mean, there's plenty of people that are that I wouldn't say are against theme parks, but that just don't enjoy them. They don't like walking around. They don't like being around other people. They probably don't enjoy rides, stuff like that. I happen to love theme parks. Um, I, I love mostly roller coasters, but I think right. more than that now, I think I just like taking my kids to theme parks and having them kind of experience it. So it's mm-hmm. taken kind of a whole different meaning for me. The thought of a Super Nintendo world is like just incredible to me. Like that is a dream come true because like I've never been a huge Disney fan and I grew up around Disneyland. So like going there never really excited me. But going to like California Adventure to me was like super exciting, especially once they introduced like the Marvel stuff. And mm-hmm. And I was more of like a Knott's Berry Farm kid because I was like, yeah, sure. I like Snoopy more than fucking Mickey because I'm like not into Disney stuff. Oh, Snoopy sucks. Eventually I realized, you know, I made a grave mistake in being <laughs> a bigger fan of the Peanuts gang than Disney because eventually like that's all turned and now I'm like a bigger fan of Disney than I am the fucking Peanuts gang. So, you know, you know your, your tastes change as you get older. Sometimes they get more refined, sometimes they get worse. So, you know, that 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 goes without saying but yeah super nintendo like uh, the images i've seen of that place and i oh. mean it, it looks almost fake when you look at pictures of it it looks fucking fake but so i went to incredible. um last year i went to universal uh florida where they have the harry potter stuff yeah and it's so cool uh they i mean it's just <laughs> it's like being in harry potter and and I'm a big Harry Potter fan, but I'm not like, oh my gosh, Harry Potter. But to have it be Mario and Nintendo in general, and to walk around and see the castle and, and ba- giant statues of Bowser, it, oh my god. It's, I'm so excited to, to see this. And they're supposed to be putting up a version of this in America land somewhere. Eventually, yeah, eventually. Eventually, yeah. And yeah. and there's gonna be I think there's like a rumored Donkey Kong section that they're gonna add. To th- it's just so exciting. I think this is so cool. <laughs> Live about apes damn just time. walking around. <laughs> we don't we don't need Jaws the the shark up for thirty years. I'm sorry, Universal Studios. Yeah. We do not need that. 
Yeah. Uh, it's cool, but put the shark away. I think they actually did put the shark away. And it's I just, think they retired it for Harry Potter yeah. World, didn't they? No, no, because the shark is still kind of there in the water, but there's no ride, I think, was mm. what it was. I don't remember what they got rid of, because I, I went there years ago, like water 20 World, years probably. ago. The water world stage. <laughs> there was this really cool one for Earthquake or something, or Twister. It was Twister. Mm. And I think they got rid of that, and they put the Fast and the Furious one that I went on, which was... Oh, damn. <laughs> which... <laughs> As you do it, you're like, why is this even a thing? And it, it was like at the end of a day, and it was about to start like super raining. So there was no one there. So like me and three people, basically, like besides my parents I was with. It was pretty cool. Cool. I recommend that ride. Anyway, not, not to talk about the Fast and Furious ride. I know, because we'll know. go into it, man. We'll go into it. And I'll go into Diagon Alley, because that's some pretty cool shit. And you can get the kids can get uh, wands and kind of do this motion activated bullshit at certain spots and it makes lights and things change. It's definitely for kids, but it's yeah. cool to see. And, they did and mention, uh, there's like going to be some AR stuff for the super Nintendo world. Like some of the areas, I think I think that was for the Mario Kart ride. That sounds so you cool. can like shoot targets and, and whatever, which is again, not a great COVID hat to have, but right. Um, that's a whole different conversation. I I'm super excited for Nintendo world. I'm super excited to eventually go to Japan in general yeah but. that's that's like my dream destination for sure yeah yeah it's it, it all sounds really cool i think the the one thing and i th- we probably talked about i think we talked about this before is it took like how long it's taken them to really do something like this and it just feels like right. nintendo likes to make money but only in very specific ways and i'm kind of surprised we didn't talk about this or like bring it up and it's probably because we're not super um i guess involved in or like informed about the fighting game community but they've recently shut down some online fighting events right and that's been a huge controversy i know in the fighting game community and i just saw some some chatter on or chatter about it on twitter so it's just really weird that like that that kind of makes sense that like to me it seems like they're very like protective uh, protective about their ip and and that's why to me it's like well of course it's taking them forever to make something like this because you know they're like we're right now it seems like marvel's putting their name on just about anything to make money where super like super nintendo nintendo's more like (laughs) we're they're a little more reserved they're a little more protective but yet they they're still the richest company in japan like it's just crazy still makes money man people still buy you know uh Zelda Breath of the Wild at $60, even though it's a 2017 launch title. Can you believe it's been almost four years since the Switch came out? I can't. I can't believe it. That's bonkers. <laughs> there, there's all the conversations about, like, best games of the generation and all that. And, and the Switch kind of gets split in between them, right? Yeah. But then when I think about it, it's four years old. It's not this, it's not part of the PS5 gen. Like, it's definitely part of the last gen. It's four years old. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. And, and still no, like, no, like, real... I mean, there's always been, like, rumors about a Switch Pro, but nothing really solid has come out I, enough. Uh, Not yeah. solid enough, I guess, to really, like... Sure. Yeah. Not as solid as something else on the news list. Which is angering. <laughs> right. I guess. I don't even know what you're talking about, because I was making a solid snake reference. Um. What? Did you flip but, the list again? 
No. <laughs> anyway, Let's move on continue. to a, uh, this is a little bit of a story and I don't have all the exact details because it's one of those Sony patents mm-hmm. that always happen and appear out of nowhere and either become something or never uh, show up again. There was actually a patent for the kind of what became the activity cards on PS5 with the game help and all that. Yeah. Um, there was a patent about that years ago. So there is some kind of patent about a PS5 Pro. Well, I mean, that's not what it, they say it's called, but it right, was, right. from my understanding, some kind of way to leverage two GPUs on the same chip for hmm. this device. Interesting. Which, yeah, which is interesting. Uh, obviously, like SLI and Crossfire on PC was the same idea, which like does not happen anywhere. That that idea basically just got thrown away probably five years ago. Um, but, and I, I think a lot of that has to do with just there's so many graphics cards. If you're going to make a singular device with two daisy-chained GPUs, that makes more sense because you know you're programming for that specific situation instead of any possible SLI in the history of mankind. Uh, but... The fact that there's already this kind of PS5 Pro patent does irk some people. Not that anyone should be surprised, I think, that a PS5 Pro will inevitably happen in probably three years, maybe two years, probably three. Yeah, I feel like with what happened last console generation, it's bound to happen this one. So I don't think it's anything to like be angry about. I think it's just bound yeah. to happen. Makes yeah. sense. It makes sense. I think it's cool. Yay. Consoles. Maybe by the time this PS5 PS5 Pro comes out, hard to say, uh, I'll be able to buy one. Maybe that's when it'll happen. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. They're still sold Uh, out everywhere. It's crazy. Like, it's... Right. Still really hard to get one. There's a a giveaway right now. Like, every time you buy a pack of uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch, you can try to win one through there. And so every time it says instant, you possibly... You're possibly an instant winner. So every time I put in the code and click the DualSense controller on the on the web page, it says, are you an instant winner? And every time I click it, I always uh, say out loud, nope, I'm an instant loser. <laughs> and it makes me feel r- really good. And then, it, and then when you win, you'll be happy, but it doesn't happen. No, that'll never happen. <laughs> you should have told me that because I went to the store yesterday. I could have bought me some Capricorn. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. It's... It'd be- it's whatever family cap, uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch is in. So if it's in that same family, I think... I have no idea. It should, it'll say it on the box. It'll say it on the box. I'm not a cereal person. Oh, I don't need any of it. I just open the box and get the That's code. That's fair. Yeah. What's Golden Grain? I like really like Golden Grain. Is that still a cereal? Um, I think it is. I don't know. I, have, I haven't been inside of a grocery store in a while. Oh, yeah? Yeah, we just pick it up. <laughs> I, I go to the one I used to work at years ago. Anyways. Like, it's not that many years ago, but... So I know where everything is, and I go super early in the morning. <laughs> There's no one there, and I know exactly where all the items are, and I leave real quick. Oh, dang. Yeah. Yeah. Got pro strats over here, man. You're speed running grocery shopping. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I see people I used to work with, and they're like, Ben's trying to sneak out. I'm like, yep, bye. He's shoplifting again. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> oh, they wouldn't fucking know. So many things get stolen. Oh, my God. Anyway, the PS5, a thing you can't sell or steal. Yeah. Moving on to more important news, I think. The biggest news of the week to me. You. 
is the Bioware slow death spiral continues spiraling. Oof. Uh, so Casey, Casey Hudson and Mark Dara is what I'm going to say. You agree with that? Uh, yeah. Sounds Mark pretty Dara? good. I mean, I'm sorry, Mark. I don't. It's, it's a college try. No one said your name out loud recently that I've listened to, so I don't know how to say it. I'm sorry. Casey Hudson's real easy to say. That's your mistake. For, that's your first mistake, Mark. It's actually Hudson. Hudson. <laughs> <laughs> there was a thing going around about Brendan Fraser, where it's actually like Brendan Fraser or something else. I don't know. But it was he, something else. No, and it was him needs, saying it. He needs, um, to, he needs to stop. He can't do that to us now. No, it's, it's like 20 late. years too late for that It's shit, too yeah. late for you, sir. Dude, that was like on Mummy 2, you should have been staying this shit. Yeah, you should have Not stopped now. us at Encino, man, sir. It's too late for you. <laughs> it's too late. Not one of those times you popped up on Scrubs, you could have said this. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you should have told us. It's too late now. Okay, so Casey Hudson and Mark Dara have suddenly departed Bioware. Um, Casey Hudson, I believe he left in 2014 and came back in 2017. I might be off by a yeah. year or two. I think he came back um, with a promotion, didn't he? He came back and like took over the studio. Or at least one of them, because there's like three bio. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I believe you're right. And so he oversaw Anthem, basically, and this Mass Effect remake, or whatever it is. The, the, the trilogy thing that's coming out next year. Yeah, the Legendary Edition. Yes, and I think he also was the one who made the N7 Day post on the website mm. of, like, things are going great, and we're making a new Mass Effect, and da-da-da-da-da, bye, guys. Yeah. So this is a very surprising um, departure for him and for Mark, who was has been there for a long time. Yeah. Um, and was in charge of Dragon Age 4, specifically, to keep it relevant to current Bioware events. I don't know. And and I understand like there has been some sentiment of these are only two people. They're not it's not the lifeblood of the studio. It's like, yeah, sure. But they they're big parts of the studio and they're leaving and they're not leaving cuz they're like, wow, that place sure is great. Love it there. Can't wait to leave. <laughs> you know, like Yeah. Uh, I don't think this is great and it's Ma- uh, Mass Effect and BioWare in general, I guess have not had a good what nine years when did like i guess seven years they yeah. haven't had a great game that everyone rallies behind i guess oh inquisition dragon Age inquisition did did well um i know you don't like it as much but still it was very well received but that's a long time i think with casey hudson leaving specifically i think it brings back a lot of memories of like mass effect andromeda and anthem and so i think people maybe like have those feelings again with him leaving like oh great here we go again we're gonna get these games i think for me dragon age inquisition was a fine game but like i'm I'm going back and replaying it because i never finished it i stopped at a certain point i'm gonna give it another shot because i think i had a talk with one of my friends last night about it and i'm just like Okay, I need to maybe revisit this game and really see. Because my feelings on Dragon Age right now are, I like the first one. I, the second one, to me, sucked. Even though, yes, it has a great Metacritic score. To me, that doesn't matter. <laughs> to me, it just wasn't great. That's fine. Um, 
and Inquisition, I know it got game of the year, the year it came out, and I get it's got like this, you know, cult following, but like to me, it also didn't feel great. So I'm going to go back and play it and really give it a shot and see how I feel about it. And, you know, maybe it'll give me more excitement for Dragon Age 4 then. Um, so I guess maybe what you're, you know, what, what they're saying is right. Like, yeah, it's two people leaving the studio. And maybe because Casey Hudson, Hudson has kind of been in and out of that studio, maybe his heart isn't behind this project. So maybe it is good for him to go. Obviously, like he wants to do something else or else he wouldn't have left maybe the first time and maybe is now mm-hmm. leaving to go pursue that. Mark Dara or Dara. Or I, I don't know how to say his name. I apologize, I like Dara. sir. Dara. Um, we'll put some respect on his name when I hear it. I swear. When I hear it audibly from someone that knows how to say it. Should I um, Google it? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I should have asked Jeeves. Let me ask people. Ask Jeeves. Um, it, it could be the same thing for him. You know, he's been there for a long time with dragon age and maybe it's at a point now where it's like i've got enough people that know the vision for this game and i think i'm just ready to move on it it could be time for that the the thing that i know for sure is definitely like looking pretty grim is anthem 2.0 the whole reboot thing with with anthem that's been going on in the background i mean he was also kind of uh i think well i think the person that was working or in charge of that project is now in charge of dragon age or was it i think he's now in charge of the mass effect project well the new one i believe so yeah i just i had just read it so let me go back Um, google says dara dara okay yeah um where was i reading this i don't know i was trying to look up dara I wasn't paying attention. Yeah. I was reading it on Forbes. Uh, Paul Tassi had written about it, the news. And uh, so Christian Daly is now in charge of the Dragon Age game. He was um, he was in charge of the ongoing effort to reboot Anthem. So, Oh, that's right. Anthem's here, too. Yeah, and Paul, Paul Tassi had mentioned that he, he, he thinks most likely that Anthem 2.0 is probably going to be dead at a certain point like they're probably putting full effort into dragon age 4 um well they they had that post uh a month or two ago about anthem 2.0 with the the new ui and all this shit i don't know why they didn't just cut and run that's a that dead on the vine but it was one of the best selling games of that year which is strange i i think (sighs) i think you just make that game free to play and you know you still go with the the changes that you're making, but you make it free to play. You get people in it, and mm-hmm. if it's if it's good enough for the reboot to really matter and the changes, then it'll stand on its own two feet with, you know, a small dedicated player base, and maybe it makes some money on the back end with some microtransactions because they do have a premium store. Mm-hmm. And you see how it goes because at this point nobody's gonna go out and buy the game. No. You got people that, on Game Pass that might check it out. You got people that might do EA Play if they already have it. Maybe they'll oh, check it out right. there. Yeah. But like like unless you're like me who already owns the game, like I don't plan on downloading it and checking it out again because I'm like already moving on to other games that I would rather play that are games as a service. Well, at this point it's 2 years old, almost 2 years old. Yeah. What like I don't know. You're not No Man's Sky. You're not a game that people play like that some people played and really enjoyed and some people didn't. You're a game that everyone was like, nah. <laughs> like, yeah. No one would like a. There's no anthem stan out there. Yeah. 
I mean, it'd be different if Destiny 2 continued to suck. <laughs> but Destiny 2 is not an all-time high. And right. <laughs> like that was your chance. There's no there's no way. There's no way. It's it's bizarre. I don't know what they're doing. I, I think a lot of this has to do not even really with Bioware, but with EA. Oh, yeah, for sure. And, and EA, likes. I think there was some comment of like, well, we let the studios do whatever they want. Oh, yeah, that was back when Respawn, it, there was a, a, a thing from Respawn saying, oh, we wanted Titanfall 2 to come out when it did. And, mm. I, and I looked at that like, well, then EA should have told you no. Like, that's stupid. True. Uh, since True. they, like, we always blamed EA, like, oh, they intentionally did this. And they fucked over Titanfall 2, putting it between COD and, and Battlefield. But they let their own studio do that, which is even worse. That might be that might have been an even worse decision than yeah. them deciding to put it out at that time. Right? Like at least <laughs> yeah. if they decided to do it, you'd be like, all right, well, they made a bad call. Like, no, yeah. they just, they just yeah. it's like your kids walking into the street and you're like, you want to walk into that street? Yeah. You get run over. And they'll do what you want then. Decision. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's your choice. What no. stupid thing for them to say. Oh my god, it was so bad. So I think very clearly there's something going on at EA that where either they just let studios do whatever the fuck they want or they're also too micromanagey because no one should have released Anthem when they did. Everyone knew yeah. that. No they're... one should have released uh, Andromeda when they did. That needed another six months, if, if not a little more. To like, Whether it's Bioware or EA, they consistently make bad calls with specifically Bioware mm-hmm. <laughs> decisions. It's crazy. And uh, I, I think I, their I, their problem is is FIFA makes too much money for them, so they right, feel safe so. to make shitty decisions. Yeah, but if you kill off all your non sports franchises, then what do you have? And at what what point does the government step in and say you can't do this ultimate team bullshit anymore? I don't know, because they know. already did in Europe, right? Yeah, it's true. So like that gravy train, you can keep riding the train, but you got to realize there's going to be no tracks at a certain point. Uh, and you need the other stuff that you killed to leverage you through that hard time and not cancel every fucking Star Wars game you had. Well, you know, they got out a couple, so they're I think they're sitting pretty good now. They got out three in like seven years. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, Squadron, I think, was okay for the people that like it. Oh, I guess that's four. Okay, sure. Yeah, and then, um, what was it? Fallen Order was pretty good. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know, <laughs> in a year... In a year that wasn't great, it was pretty good. <laughs> it was good. It was good. It was good. It was good. I liked it. Yeah. Um, it was not snubbed. It was just fine. Yeah, it was definitely not snubbed. It just <laughs> it should have uh, been game of the year. No. 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 It's really good, but no. All right. Yeah, so we'll see what happens with Bioware. I do think if anyone was holding on to that idea of old Bioware coming back, I don't know about that, guys. I think that's long gone. Yeah. It, the old Bioware died on that suicide mission in Mass Effect 2. <laughs> that's almost, yeah, that's pretty fair. Yeah, one of the Reapers got it. <laughs> one of the Reapers got it. You made the wrong choice. Yeah, you, you made the wrong choice as, uh, as Male Shepherd. That was the problem. That was it. <laughs> you should have played as Fem Shep. That, that was your bad. That was, yeah, that's on you, yep. guys. Yep. All right, let's move on to the next yes. news item. The next news story is particularly interesting for you. For we me. got a uh, leaked trailer for Persona 5 Scramble. Yeah. If they, can, if they can make it Royale, I'm going to make it Scramble. 
Scramble Royale. So, I guess it was supposed to be revealed next week. Yeah. But whatever. This trailer popped out. So for PS4, Switch, and Steam, very excited. Steam, thank you. Yeah. For a February 2021 release, this is like a year, over a year since it came out in Japan. But whatever. And uh, this is the Musou, if anyone's like... What the fuck is this? Yeah, it's uh so is it Persona 5 Scramble? Is it Strikers or is that am I thinking of a different one? No, that is it. But I think the name is Persona 5 Scramble in the West, but it was like Persona Scramble the the Phantom Strikers or something oh, in God, Japan. God, it was something I, stupid, okay. Yeah, something dumb. Something and, awful. They're both dumb to be honest with you, but yeah, this... Persona 5 Scramble makes it sound like it's going to be like a some sort of puzzle game, like a match 3 game. I agree. Yeah, I agree. Which actually sounds pretty cool too. That'd be cool. I'd Put it on mobile. That. Put it on mobile. No, you did miss the what the Bioware talk. <laughs> oh, just missed Bioware. it. Now we're just missed it. Now we're poo pooing on Persona Five. Are we? Are you not excited about this game? Uh, it's a continuation uh, of the story. I mean, I don't know. I'm like my hype levels for for Persona have died down a lot. Um, oh, yeah. I think the soundtrack is still my favorite thing about it, probably. But um, I don't know. I just, I still, I still love the game. But I think, I think for me, Persona Four Golden still is the characters Better. from that are still I still hold to a higher like tier, and I'm more attached to those characters than I am to um, Persona Five. Even though I like, I think, I think because it's more recent and it's got that recency bias. Um, I think right. that's why people and you know people played it on PS4. Nobody bought the Vita, and <laughs> not enough people bought the Vita. So I was hoping like more people would go back and play Persona 4 Golden on Steam, and we'd see that you know wave of of love for Persona 4 come back for those characters. Because I think I still think overall it's it's a better set of of uh, protagonists. But I don't know. Okay. I don't know. It's you know the Musos are okay. I think. I think for like uh like the Zelda one it looked really cool and I still didn't end up getting it. <laughs> so right. it's just they've this... done a really good job with Hyrule Warriors or I mean Age of Calamity also and uh Fire Emblem Warriors of adapting these properties to the Musou formula so it it still has that dumb kind of um hold on combat where it's just ma- oh, yeah, monsters everywhere you're fighting constantly. But it adapts the abilities and the kind of style of what it is. So I think with Persona in particular, you're going to have that dripping with style and the music and the characters and the story. And it's, it'll fit into that. Although I don't know what the, how they exactly do that with, uh, with Persona since I got like 20 hours in and stopped. So I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I imagine they'll probably do, do it with like more open like probably the dungeons but like or the palaces in a more open format probably i don't know i'm interested to see how it works i might have to check it out i th- i think you're gonna i think i'm gonna i cool. feel like you will don't say it all right I'm trying to figure out why my internet cutting out a little bit yeah yeah thanks internet you recovered it's okay you recovered okay, we're good now good editing editing will will take care of that don't you worry well, yeah, because it's because I'm recording locally. I know that's why. All right, <laughs> solved that problem. I'm so I've been thinking too recently if I wanted to go back and check out um, Persona Five, the Royale or whatever the hell it's called. Because mm-hmm. uh, I don't know, I'm I'm like 
my interest kind of peaked, but like I don't have another hundred and fifty hours of my life to dedicate problem, to a game like man. that. Yeah. So I, I do want to play it just it's one of those games like infamous where i'm gonna play it just to be like i did it now shut the fuck up about it yeah yeah uh but i do want to play it and i would like to wait for a pc port but i don't who knows if that'll ever happen at this point yeah we'll see cool another thing that we'll see about is pax released their schedule for 2021 i don't have the full schedule up here because i kind of don't see that as relevant i don't know how realistic it is to be expecting 30,000 people to gather in a very tiny room. It sounds like a bad six idea. Months. Yeah, it seems like, a, sounds bad like a bad idea. But where, um, and, um, when, when is it supposed to happen? So uh, the one that would be PAX East would be the first week of June, I believe. So like June 3rd through the whatever, something like that. Okay. And the big thing with that is that's E3. Like that's either the week of or the week before E3. I think the week before. Oh. And oh. it's kind of packs just putting their foot in the sand. And we're doing it. This is it. Well, E3, who cares? Yeah. And, huh. and I, I think that's exciting to see because E3 really needed to make a change. And E3 got kind of screwed over this year when they were going to make a change. And I don't know what they're going to come back with. And can they even come back with, oh, it's, it's in LA and it's in June right after PAX. I wonder how that's going to work. Although, counterpoint, PAX East has historically also been like a week or two before GDC. So I, I guess it doesn't matter that much. And it's not the same. Mm. But, eh, Yeah, is... I mean, there are different types of shows, but still, it's still exactly. like, uh, I don't know. It does seem like them muscling in and be like, no, we're going to be the June show. Yeah. <laughs> Who cares? Yeah, it's it's hard to tell what the world's gonna be like by then because it's it's only like right now it's only getting worse for all, like COVID and everything. Yay, and we're number one. We're, we're the best one. at being the worst. Um, that's not news for 2020 though. No, it's definitely not in general. <laughs> but it, it's it's hard to imagine these conventions really just even happening. Yeah, you know, unless it's gonna be digital, and you know how that went this last summer. It just all blended together and was almost not even exciting for any real reason right because they had packs for like a week and a half or something i just saw like two things from it could not care less i think it does need to be the event yeah it does need the people the media people going to these things and coming back on podcasts and then for the next two weeks it's like oh yeah i played the packs that was really cool instead of this just deluge of nonsense everywhere it's too much to parse yeah, get everybody hazmat suits and get them all to like some secluded island, and then media passes, it's, and then it's boom. the Among Us fan convention, basically. Perfect, perfect. I'm down with that. I'm excited for people to go to conventions as Among Us characters. That's gonna be cool. Yeah, it would they, be pretty cool. <laughs> they also look like remember those old uh, Pentium Intel ads with the spacemen. Oh yeah, yeah. I do Holy that. shit, that just jogged that in my memory. Wow. There's a there was like st- we were looking at stockings on like Etsy for the kids and uh, they have like Among Us uh, stockings. We decided not to get them, but <laughs> it was just did like, they open up like at the neck? <laughs> that would be open. cool. That would be cool. No, I think they have a they have like a they do have a flap on the front so you can kind of open it. It has like the teeth and everything. Oh, cool. Yeah, there are some pretty cool ones on there. Definitely not official 
you know, Among Us uh, Intersloth yeah. uh, <laughs> branded, but womp um, womp. There's some pretty cool ones out there. Cool. Well, let's uh, we'll see what happens with packs. 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 Uh, let's move on to last but not least item. Mm-hmm, Blowing mm-hmm, right through mm-hmm. these, man. Wow. We got to get through them because we can't have 17-hour shows every fucking week. I know, right? <laughs> I got to get back to playing video games. <laughs> <laughs> I know. The final news story is a bit of a surprise, even though we kind of knew there's been rumblings of a Metal Gear Solid movie for years, I feel like. Mm-hmm. And what's his name? Jordan Voigt. Voigt. <laughs> I can't say anyone's name this episode. John Voigt? No, Jordan Voigt. Vote Roberts or... I can't say I don't names. Know you're, you're speaking some weird language. I, I'm trying to summon a demon and it's not working. Jordan. No. Jo- <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what are you stroke. saying? Help me. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Metal Help. Gear. There you, go. You, you do it. You do it. Movie. Is he the director? Director. 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 Okay, I can't spell director, so we're just going to put dictator. Oh my God. Falling apart. Jordan Vaught Roberts. No, it's Voight. It's Vaught. Okay. Is it Vaught? I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. What is it? Phonetically? Phonetically. Phonetically. Jordan Vogt Roberts. (laughs) That's not what phonetic means. (laughs) It's Vogt. Okay, that's a slur. (laughs) Anyway, Jordan. That's not a slur. Everyone gets a first name this episode. Okay. We have official casting. (laughs) Uh, for Oster, oh, damn it! He directed. <laughs> uh, he directed Kong uh, Skull Island, right? Which was good. That was good. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't bad. Yeah. Oscar Isaac, and that's the last time I'll say anyone's name this episode. <laughs> as Solid Snake, <laughs> is an official casting, and this is exciting because Metal Gear is already a movie, and that's gonna be so cool to see. I'm very excited for Metal Gear. There. No more names. He also directed Destiny 2 New Legends Will Rise live-action trailer in 2017. Oh, who the fuck cares about that? Gamers will. Did you watch that? Um, I'm sure I've seen it. I just don't recall <laughs> which actual trailer that was. Wow. It, it really made an impression on it. He did something else, too. There's so many Destiny 2 things. It was when they were trying to, like, revive it. So, who knows? He's Maybe a he uh, gamey, gamey man. Well, gosh, one would hope, right? He's a big gamey gamer. Did you see? I can't believe we didn't even mention this, but they they pulled met the Monster Hunter movie after I think a day of being in theaters in China because of the slurs that they were that they had in one of the sne- in one of the scenes. What? What slurs? It was it was it was like Chinese slurs, and so they what? pulled it in China after one day. I didn't what even did, watch the what? scene, but I saw it on Twitter, and I was just like, "That's crazy!" Like. How does someone not screen this and like mention it? What? Yeah, it's gone. Oh, we're seen to said to be a racial slur. Yeah. What? Like I'm not gonna say anyone's name in this article. <laughs> right. So what's crazy about to me when you're making a movie like Monster Hunter, like Transformers, I think especially directors and writers, they need to remember that these movies do not make money in the United States. Those movies make their money overseas. And like, how do you not cater to that audience more when it comes to like making sure that you're not writing insensitive material (laughs) when the, like 
that's your audience there for the most part when it comes to those shitty action movies. Right. And it's just it, it just blows my mind that they wouldn't screen that and like not notice something like that. But maybe they have maybe they did and they just had shitty localization. I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm going to look into this later because this, <laughs> this is just bonkers. That, I, I really want to see that movie. I'll watch it. Yeah, sure. I want to see it. I'm sure it's terrible. I actually just re-downloaded Monster Hunter onto my um, oh, you're a mess. PS4 because I am a mess. You're a mess. That needs, if anything needs crossplay, it's that game. I'm really excited about this because I, I want them to re- and it looks like they're remaking the first game or at solid, not the old one. But that's super exciting. They've, they've been showing uh, kind of concept art that's really cool. Hmm. I, I'm very into this. I think it would work perfectly as a movie. It basically is a movie, and they can, they can do this all justice. We don't need Snake dropping ketchup and lying on the floor. That, that's cute, but we don't really need that. We also don't need, like, people like to mention Psycho Mantis and all that. Yeah. With the, I'm reading your control. I don't think we necessarily need that in a movie like that's not that's really cool as a game but as a movie that's that's stupid although it could be interesting if they referenced something that was clearly out of time and that would have no reason for him to know that'd be kind of oh cool God. but i don't <laughs> what if it's some corny ass line that'd be so yeah funny. it's pretty stupid but there's so many awesome moments like ray fox and like the bloody hallway turn it invisible it's really cool i'm i'm excited to see it hmm. even if it's bad i liked all the resident evil movies so i'm the audience for this idiot idiot is the audience <laughs> big dummy oh so. bummer all right well we'll see i'm i i'd be excited to watch this too i mean i'm i haven't experienced enough metal gear in my life so i owe it some of my time i guess you do definitely do I wonder if they'll put any racial slurs in it like they did with Gosh, Monster Hunter. I hope not. Yeah, it seems like a bad call. Yeah, it would be a bad idea for them. I want to look this up. I'm so interested. I didn't watch the scene, but I saw it on Twitter the day it happened, and I was like, "Why? what is going on over there? I didn't even hear about that. <laughs> oh, gosh. That's okay. That's just crazy. Yeah. Let's move on. <laughs> Let's move on to games that we played. I don't really have anything new or much substance. I did start um <laughs> I have been just playing a lot of Animal Crossing, New Horizons um kind of daily. How's I'm, the uh, Christmas going? The, so I think the so every day there's a new toy in the seasonal section in Nook's Cranny, so I've just been mm-hmm. buying them every day. And you can like give them as gifts, so I've been like I've just been kind of saving them up. I don't know what okay. I'm going to do with them. But I've been slowly um, just kind of like moving my neighbors around and kind of giving them each their own like like themed yard. I just started adding kind of like a boardwalk section. So I'm actually like add, I'm getting ideas from like the Reddit um, or from Animal Crossing's Reddit and really just trying to look for like interesting things to do because I'm like I have such an empty space. Because there just used to be a lot of fucking trees everywhere, and now I'm just like, I cleared all that out, I organized my little orchard, and now I'm just like, now I have all this space. One of my, like, first Nate or villagers that I had finally left. Finally. I ignored her for four months straight. And I don't know, it could have been that maybe one of my kids talked to the neighbor, but they haven't played in a while, so I was like, why hasn't she gone? 
And then she finally had the little bubble after constantly rejecting any of her sales that she tried to like sell me items. And I'm like, no, huh? I would like reject her price. And then she would find, she finally just left. She's gone. Good riddance. Hoping to get someone interesting in her spot. And, uh, but it's, it's nice because it's snowing all the time. And at night when it's snowing and then you go to like my yard area, I got these like these, uh, long stemmed, mushrooms around my yard that are different lights that are like neon green neon blue neon yellow hmm. so they look pretty cool um i what else what else what else yeah that's pretty much it for animal crossing i just i've just been kind of collecting as many items as i can and trying to get recipes i don't have but it's it's got some like i don't know there's still there's still something missing and that's what i hate is like there's still just not enough to do and I, I even mm-hmm. then, like, I don't have enough items or, like, recipes to craft stuff that, to, like, theme out my, na- like, my villager's yards. Like, I feel like I just, I just need more stuff. Which sounds crazy, but, like, I just need more items. There's just not enough. There's no, and there's no ways to, like, like, it'd be cool if you could, um, work, like, do some, do other things to get different recipes other than just, like, waiting for the stupid pelican to show up on your or not pelican, whatever he is to show up on your beach. And then maybe he sends you something or wait for the ghost oh, guy okay. and you capture his little spirit shards. And then he gives, he gives you a chance to get a recipe. Like there's just not enough like tasks to do to get a recipe that you're missing. It's, it's a weird game. Cause it kind of, it brings out the collector and everyone uh, but it also makes collecting extremely slow. <laughs> it it definitely does. Like, I, I think there's some games that really balance out that that option. Like, if you are a collector, there's plenty here to do. If you're someone that is casually playing it, you know, here and there, there's plenty for you to do still. But also, you don't have to do it. And this game just doesn't have that balance for, like, that person that loves to do, that wants to play it every day. I don't think it has that balance for that person. Hmm. So. Yeah, I haven't checked out any of the the Christmas stuff. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I will. It is it's just kind of annoying and I I dread the the minute long load time every when the day changes over. Oh yeah. <laughs> when I start it back up like yeah. it's just fucking obnoxious. Like what are you could you be doing? What are you possibly doing? They got to rebuild the whole island, man. Come on. Make it about? smaller then cuz I'm tired of it. <laughs> It's uh, one time I I swear I turned on my switch to play Animal Crossing and it was like five minutes. Dude, it it can be kind of long. It's true. It can be kind of long. <sighs> I I don't I don't enjoy it. Yeah, it's it's got its moments where I'm like entertained by it, but then there are times where I'm just like, like okay, I played it for like five minutes and I'm bored. Right. I I also feel like well I don't want to quit out of it on my switch to play something else because it'll take forever to get back into it. Right. And that's right. also why I don't start it because it's gonna take forever to get into it. Yeah, the whole it's thing. terrible, terrible. Yeah, it's terrible, terrible game. Garbage. Terrible. Not game of the year. Shouldn't be on the list. <laughs> I definitely don't think it's on the list. <laughs> Too much shit. I I love. I do love how it was on like best online game. At the oh game god. Oh like, my gosh. Get out of here. Worst with that. online. <laughs> get out of here with that. Oh, gosh. Like. It wasn't a list of games that have online. It was best online. <laughs> Come on, guys. That's so dumb. 
There, the there should be no, there should be no Nintendo game on the online anywhere near an online list. No, not even on the next category down. <laughs> it's too close. <laughs> Awful. Anyways, I'll let you have a go. Okay. Well, I have been. I tweeted this out. Also, hopelessly addicted to Immortals: Phoenix Rising. Uh, very much in a similar vein to Breath of the Wild. I know it's not the same. It's the same. Blah, blah. Yeah. I don't care. Um, it's similar enough, and it has that same feeling of exploration and getting the next thingamajig, doing the vaults, which are the shrines. And I, I really, really like it a lot. Uh, I think the progression system is so much fun. It gives reason to fight enemies, and even after I've upgraded, like I've upgraded all my weapons to the max, but then it unlocks another thing, like. It does it with the, with the health and the stamina too, where as soon as you have max health or max stamina, you can collect more of that material and upgrade further. So the health one, instead of getting more health, I get plus 3% defense. Oh, dang. Yeah, so then I can keep collecting and going that way. And the stamina one is oh, 3% stamina depletion rate. Like it's just 3% slower for each upgrade after that. That's really cool. So same with the weapons where I've upgraded all the weapons to max. I can now spend more points and make them. I don't remember. I just got that. So I don't remember what it is, but everything has almost everything has a little upgrade like that. So you can keep playing it and you don't need to 100% the game to get max health or max uh, stamina or max equipment. But if you want to, you're still going to be getting materials that help you further in the game and i think that's really cool um i did see your I, achievement pop for uh max health yeah yeah so where'd you see that um i was like i was downloading dragon quest 12 or whatever 11 and yeah. or dragon quest 11 i don't know i don't know why i always get that one mixed up um and the dashboard just shows it on the feed it showed right there oh really that's funny on the, on the pc yeah i got that it's like 0.05% of players because no one else has played this game as much as I since I had it early. You know, I've been like, because when we were talking about it last week, I was like, oh, like Ben really likes that game. And then as the week went on on Twitter, I just suddenly saw this like, um, I wouldn't say like massive, not turnaround, but like it just felt like I started seeing a flood of people start talking about how much they like the game. Yeah. And then I started seeing people say how much more they like it over assassin's creed valhalla (laughs) and i was just like what's happening dude that's the tough thing for me (laughs) is i love valhalla but i didn't get hopelessly addicted to it i i mean i sat there and i played a lot of it sure but this is like and part of it is i want to finish this and be done with it before cyberpunk so i have a deadline yeah um but also it's it's just a joy to sit there and play for three hours and go like that was great okay nick i'll see you tomorrow like yeah, it's it's so fun in kind of the the quests and things it gives you, like the tasks. I guess I should say. There's also this board of like combat challenges and then exploration challenges, and they're just checklists. And you'll unlock one and get the next one and go do it. And there's so many different tasks to do. And it, I feel like it might have lost some of the Breath of the Wild mystery of like, ooh, what's that around the corner? And you go and you explore for three hours and you really didn't accomplish anything, but you had a great time. It loses that, but it replaces it with really good combat and really good puzzles. And I, I look at stuff on the map 
And unlike in Breath of the Wild, I bring this up every time because Breath of the Wild has shitty treasure. It's all it's awful. They ruined treasure in that game. <laughs> Where Breath of the Wild, I see an enemy encampment and they're guarding a treasure chest, right? Yeah. And I know after playing the game for forty hours, in that treasure chest is going to be money, which has like no use in that game, or it's going to be bomb arrows, of which I have like fifty. I don't need three more. Uh, or it's going to be normal arrows, or it's going to be uh, like a gemstone of some kind, which I also don't necessarily need. So why would I fight these guys? I don't get experience points for fighting them. I break weapons fighting them also. Yeah. It's like there's no positive for me going after this treasure chest, whereas in Immortals, that same situation where it is an encampment and a locked treasure chest. I go over to them, I fight them, I get gems to upgrade my weapons, which again, as I said... Even after they're maxed out, you can just keep pumping more gems into it, which is really cool. I love that system. It, it's like it's almost like a, a Destiny light level type of thing where you level up to a certain point and then you have like this top layer on top of it, like an end game layer. Kind of. Yeah. It's a similar idea. Uh, but oh, so I fight them. I get all that stuff. My weapons don't break. The combat is fast and fun, like a Bayonetta Devil May Cry light. Right, but very flashy, a lot of combos, a lot of dodging. Um, now I'm, I'm, I have there's these enemies in the air, and I'm like zipping around between them because you can grab them and pull them, you to them. And I'm just in the air, like pulling to one, hitting him, pull to the other one, hit him, pull back to the first one, hit him. I'm just air juggling myself as I kill them. It's really cool. <laughs> um, it's ridiculous. You, you start out so underpowered, and by the end of it, you're just this god beast. But oh, the combat God. isn't. It doesn't become super easy. They kind of scale everything. Uh, so you are you still have to pay attention. Um, not that you're going to die a lot. It's just you have to pay attention. Otherwise, it's going to be annoying for you to fight. Anyway. Yeah. I do the encampment. In the treasure chest is going to be some gems, which, again, cool, whatever. More often than not, in these, I'm going to get a cosmetic for one of my pieces of equipment, which is really cool because I can just swap it out. Like, Ooh, that's, like, neat. Let me get that. So everything is rewarding. Every single thing in this game is a reward. There's no like, oh, I wasted that weapon or that was a waste of time. It was just 10 arrows. Like, who the fuck cares? I don't need 10 arrows or I have, I don't need another opal. I don't need that. Or 50 rupees. I don't, I don't need that. Everything has value. And even beyond that, there's other treasure chests. And why I love going to get them in Immortals is there's a puzzle. More often than not, there is a puzzle or some kind of thing I have to figure out. Like, how do I get in there? Where is this treasure chest? I have it on the map, but maybe it's on the side of the mountain. And I go on the side of the mountain. Okay, it is here, but there's a, there's a pressure plate right in front of it. And I look around. I go, how, what can I use on this pressure plate? And I have to find the thing that is, like, hidden in the environment. Like, oh, there it is. There's the thing I need to do. And then I can throw that in here. Uh, just normal treasure chests will have entire puzzled i did this one yesterday which was this elaborate uh thing where i had to drag these fiery pieces of coal through a maze and it was just a random treasure chest on the map that i walked into and had to light this forge and do this whole thing it was a super involved puzzle yeah and and they're everywhere there's just puzzles everywhere like that it's so fun i i really i really love the puzzles i love the vaults um i mentioned last week with the because you're, you're saving four gods on each of the quadrants of the map, and I've saved all but one. I'm at the very end of the last one. So I'm near the end uh, of the game, more or less, but like I still the story, have... story, kind of. Yeah. I, I'm, <clears throat> there's still other stuff to do. 
But those dungeons for each of these people are more involved and have like several puzzles. And it just feels like if Zelda had linear dungeons, that's all they feel like is just long linear dungeons. And they're so much better than the shrines in, in Breath of the Wild, particularly because in Breath of the Wild, that shrine could be two seconds long. It's not really worth it. Or it's another combat one. And like, there's combat ones in this game. But I feel like, again, there's rewards. I yeah. get something out of it. It's not just a random thing I don't need. Uh, I, I really have liked the game a lot. And I do think about that Assassin's Creed Valhalla question where I played like 30 hours of Valhalla, maybe. Sounds about right. So yeah. I played more of Immortals now. Um, I played 41 hours of Immortals. <laughs> just too much. It just it feels like the like to me even though the Valhalla might be not just a, maybe just not as bloated as like Odyssey was it just feels right. like to me the there's just still maybe parts of an Assassin's Creed formula or a Ubisoft formula that just maybe don't do it for me but this sounds like kind of like a better formula for an open world game than what Ubisoft has been doing with uh, Assassin's Creed I I think you're right. Um, Immortals does, it just kind of lets you loose yeah. again, like Breath of the Wild, and you can kind of do whatever you want. There. Yeah. And and Valhalla does too. It's still gated by area um, with, with levels and stuff like that, but there's large areas for you to explore. It's not like, oh, I can't go anywhere. <laughs> uh, but it's so much more story-focused, and I really liked the story. But yeah. I... I think having that freedom and that combat is so much faster and more involved in Immortals. It is a more combat-focused game, whereas in Valhalla, it's fun. The combat's fun, but it's kind of dumb. <laughs> like, a lot of the enemies just die in two hits because they're just fodder, and you're yeah. chopping off limbs and stuff. It, it's oh, cool, shit. but there's a lot of limbs. I, I've stabbed off a guy's head, which doesn't even make sense. Right. I, I don't know. I want to go back and play it a little bit just to kind of think about it but immortals has that itch that only breath of the wild could scratch and i think that's a very unique thing i want to go back and play breath of the wild i've wanted to for a while now and i wonder if i will and see like oh no this is better or whatever like that because i do think there are elements that it doesn't do as well but having this smaller world Breath of the Wild is a game that I played for 120 hours to do all the shrines. And that, and explore most of the map, right? Or like all the map. But that's not, like that's a lot of time. And the last 60 hours was like me ignoring every combat encounter, just exploring, just doing the shrines. And I had a good time doing it. But this game being so much smaller, I feel like you could 100% this game in like 50 hours probably. That's not Um, bad. No, it's, it's not good. bad. Like, 100% yeah. do everything. I'm doing almost every single thing I see along the way and having a blast because I love the puzzles, right? And, and I'm going to be done, and that's going to be it. And, and yeah, is the combat becoming a little rote at this point, 40 hours in? Yeah, it is. But I'm near the end. You can see the light at the end of the tunnel, and it kind of feels like it's, it's played its course. It's done. I'm, a lot, all the metaphors are dead today. Uh, <laughs> none of these make any sense no. but it's it's wrapping up in a natural spot for itself That's whereas good. Breath yeah. of the Wild just continued forever yeah huh 
that's good. So, yeah, I, I really like it. I'm probably going to do the vast majority of it today, finish the vast majority of the rest of it. I'm, I'm almost, I'm considering the platinum. Well, wow. I got an Xbox, but yeah, there's only one that I'm like, I don't know how to really do this because you have to, those mounts you can tame. And they're, I like never see them in the world. They either look like enemies or I don't see them at all. And they're, they're hard to find. But I also found a puzzle that our treasure chest that only unlocks when you find a bunch of horses, I think, because there's like glowing horses on the thing. And I, I might have to do it. But that's the only one. That's the only one. Everything else I can do. And I already have done so much of this stupid game. It is funny too. <laughs> one of my big complaints is I don't see a way to put everything on the map. Like, at the end game, just reveal everything else and I'll go gather it. I don't see an option for that. Hmm. And if there isn't, that's going to be disappointing because I would like to just clean up. Uh, Because how things get marked on the map are like you look around with God's sight or something, is binoculars, uh, and you find the stuff and just mark it. Yeah. But if you don't find it, it's not on your map unless it's a treasure chest and you're close enough. So you can miss a fair amount of things. And, and that's, that's a negative. I want to find everything. I want, I want that to be in there. Maybe there are difficulty options for exploration. So maybe if I just turn it to like super easy, it'll tell me where everything is. Um, but, but we'll see. I'm, I'm really, I really love the game. I'm, I'm just continually surprised at how much fun it is. It's, it's just comfort food. It is, it is that, slice of pizza that doesn't give you heartburn you eat for like two days it's so great nice all right so great good to hear loving it good to hear tell me about those fort mitts those fort nits. i've been playing a lot of fork knife Mm-hmm. not a whole lot i picked well a couple matches here and there um yeah so i bought the battle pass because of the mandalorian and i okay. continue to be rewarded with pieces of his armor as I go through the battle pass. And I got like, you get like neat little things. Like there's um, a loading screen that is a picture of him. Like it's like a really cool kind of like digital painting of him with baby Yoda on his back. That's pretty cool. Once you get to level a hundred on the battle pass, you get baby Yoda as like a backpack. And so, Oh sure. I'll do that right away. So fucking shit, dude. Like I need to get to that point. (laughs) So I don't know. It's going to be really hard to get there, but that's um, cool. But it, also that's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot. Um, it's so they've changed Fortnite a lot for anybody that's played Fortnite when it first came out, like when they relaunched, I guess when they did like their 1.0 official relaunch, when it came out of beta, the black hole. Yeah. So when the black hole thing and they relaunched it essentially. So they, they did this thing where you level up throughout the, the matches there's npcs on the map so you actually can do quests for them as you're going through the match which is interesting because you can put out a bounty on on somebody they might put a bounty on you and if you survive you get like xp which all goes towards your battle pass um you get gold bars which allows you to buy items from your npcs on the map and Mm. so there's additional quests that you that you get outside of the battle or outside of the matches that are like for the NPCs so that you can do them in the match. So it's, it's like this whole thing of like, there's just so many ways to get XP, which is nice because like everybody wants these items. So they do find a good way to reward you. The, you can do 
like I think when I played, all they really had was like squads or um, I think duos maybe, and then solo. They have trios now, so you can do trios. They've really copied a lot of like what Apex is doing and like being able to like reboot your teammate um, or like revive them in a way. So you you pick up their revive card and you go to this van <laughs> and it reboots them. But instead of them like relaunching and parachuting down, they just relaunch out of the van. Is that is nice. new? Like that revival mechanic? Um, It's pretty recent, I think. It's got to be okay. like within the last couple updates for sure. I know you can tag stuff, but I just I don't use it. I don't know, really know how to do it. So I just haven't looked it up yet. But it's been fun. It's been fun. They so recently they added um which I guess it leaked the Kratos um skin from God of War twenty eighteen. And it's a skin that you do have to purchase. It's not like on the battle pass. It's uh I think it's like seventeen hundred V Bucks, which translates to almost like twenty dollars, I think. Pretty close, maybe less. Because it's a it's like eight dollars for a thousand V Bucks. So, I don't know. The exchange rate is really odd. Basically, if I wanted to buy it, I would just need to spend $8 because I have 750 V-Bucks just from the Battle Pass. But you can buy a pack that also comes with the axe as your pickaxe, which is cool, like the axe from the game. And uh, I think it's got the guy. What was the guy's name? I'm trying to remember his name, but the guy that you wore that would talk to you and tell stories as you played through the game. Mamir. Yeah, so you can get him as your backpack item, which is pretty cool. <laughs> that is cool. And so I think it's interesting to be playing it on the Switch and then getting shot by Kratos, which is interesting. Because I thought I would never see something like that, but ever since they made it cross-platform, that's like now a possibility. And or cross-play, yeah, cross-play, cross-platform, whatever. I, I don't know. The game's just, it's it's fun. I mean, it, it can get kind of, like, sweaty if you're playing against, like, a really good team. But if I'm just playing it casually and I'm trying to just, like, complete the quests sometimes, like, I've gotten some pretty good wins. I'd say I've probably won more matches in the last, like, couple weeks that I've played it than I have in the entire time that it's been out. So I feel like there's got to be some sort of, like, aim assist or something for people on console when you go up against people on keyboard and mouse maybe there's just a lot influx of new people that too it's got to be that because like i definitely don't think i've gotten better at the game i don't think i've gotten worse at the game i think maybe the the game definitely feels slow compared to a lot of other shooters out there like like especially when you take aim and shoot at somebody like apex is so fast apex legends is so fast it's insanely fast compared to something like fortnite and even like PUBG, PUBG to me is incredibly fast compared to Fortnite. But it's, I think what Fortnite does is the, I used to really hate the building aspect of it. And even though it's pretty annoying still, I think it, it does add this new like strategic like uh, portion to gunfights. And since I don't really build, I just kind of creep around what people are building around me. And I try to find like a strategic way to kind of, use their own building to kill them and it works a lot of the time which is really nice Hmm. or i just like hide and i'll creep around the buildings and i'll just watch them as they like they're just like okay this person is not building and trying to kill me this is odd because usually people are just trying to build against them 
<laughs> and I just wait for <laughs> them to like, fight it. I wait for them to give up and be like, well, I don't know where he went. And then as they come down, I shoot them. So it's it's kind of like I'm the old man that's just like waiting them out. So it's just really funny. But cool. yeah, it's it's interesting. It, it's it's just something fun to play on the Switch here and there. But I've been having a good time with it. It's uh Oh, you're playing on the Switch, that's why. Well, I play it on Switch and I play it on PS4. So it just okay. depends. But mostly I've been playing on Switch and that's where I get my easy wins. Easy wins. Oh yeah. Easy wins. I want to check it out since they added I mean, I don't think I've played it since we played it. Yeah, that was a long time ago. And that was yeah. Man. <laughs> a long time ago. If if you want if you want a chance to like check it out and actually have some fun with it, I I recommend downloading it on Switch and just no. playing it there. I'm not playing that on my Switch. All right, put it on PS4. We'll play it. I'll play it with you. No, I download on PC because I got ray tracing, man. I'm gonna look at the right, ray tracing. Do that too, yeah. then. I'll, it's cross play, dude. I know. We'll play together. We'll play together. I just remember my login. <laughs> oh jeez. Oh no, I don't because the Epic Game Store is on my PC. We're good. Actually, what's funny is I just, when it asks me for my login anywhere, I just use my PS4 login and it automatically logs me in, even when I'm on Switch. Huh. It's That's weird. cool. Yeah. Um, I'll just cover my Diablo thing really quick because it's like the last thing I really played. Sure. Um, so last week I had mainly, I think, talked about I started season 22 and I'd maybe been through like maybe act two or three. Um, I completed all five acts of Diablo 3 mm-hmm. Reaper of Souls. And then I went back through and did all the adventures and bounties. So I completed all five acts in like one sitting, which took me about like two and a half hours. And then I went through and did a few of the Nepelheim rifts, which just gets you like way better items. But I'm still not level 70, which is where you get to do the other. There's like other rifts you get to do. And that's where you really get to kind of like get the better and best items in the game. But I think I'm like just about done. Because <laughs> I'm like tired of playing it. Because I'm like, okay, this is just me clicking a lot. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was kind of fun. Um, I think I played as a Crusader, which I've never played as that class. And the other thing it's really done is like hype me up for Diablo 4. I'm just like, I just want a new Diablo. Like, oh, man. Yeah. Like, I just can't wait. Like, this this game this game was like all right. But it, it's just nothing compared to like what what kind of game I want for from Diablo. Like, what I want from Diablo. I just want it to be so much more hardcore and like, much more old school to what we saw from like Diablo 2. Yeah. I, I want that Diablo 2 remake, remaster. Oh, God. It'd I want so that cool. more than 4, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, 4 looks pretty cool, too. But if it, it, it's just 3, it just feels like a game that's not even Diablo, <laughs> to be honest. It, it, it is Diablo. Like, it's very much Diablo, but they made it so action y and yeah. fast. In a way that doesn't feel like Diablo. It definitely feels very much like Path of Exile when I play it. Because it's so fast. It's very fast. Yeah. It's very um, reaction where, not like quick reaction times, but where you do something and that causes another explosion. And this this spell triggers this thing. And it's just kind of a Rube Goldberg kind of combat system. Yeah. Very odd. I really like. There's a lot to love about Diablo three, though. I will say that. I I do. There's. I mean, it's just very familiar to me. Like it's a comforting game. Right. Like I can go back to it and run through that story so quickly, and I like all the characters from it. Um, I just think like I'm just tired of it. I'm just like it's been out so long. I'm ready for a new one. Been on yeah. like every console. 
20 years? Yeah, wasn't it on PS3? On PS3? PS4? Huh. They're probably going to remaster PS5. I don't know. Who knows? We'll see about that. We'll see about that. Probably not. We'll see. Uh, but yeah, that's it for me. I don't really have... I've, I've played other stuff, but like very little of anything. Right. Uh, the only other thing I played is Mario Maker 2, continuing that, the single Ooh. player portion. I really like 2D Mario. It, it is a lot of fun. And they do a great job with Mario Maker 2. That campaign is fun. It has cute little... Because uh, you're rebuilding the castle. I forget what happened because I started this game when it came out and then I don't remember. <laughs> so the castle was destroyed and you're rebuilding it. And you okay. do levels and get and get coins. And there's also these other levels along the side where like this weird eraser thing from the UI, he, he's there and he gives you a quest. And then you you do that level and he erases a block and now you can go to another place on that little map you can walk around. It's cute. Um... It has a lot of the Mario stylings in that. And the levels are fun. The further you get in, the more, I guess, the less, I guess I just walk to the end. Okay, fine. It's not super challenging if you've played a ton of Mario Maker. Uh, I still really like it, though. I, I, do, I do enjoy Mario Maker quite a bit. When are the streams coming back, man? Oh, not for Mario Maker. They really fucked that game over. I, like... It had better online features on the Wii U, which is just, ugh. which is crazy to say. It's crazy. I mean, they had a bookmark feature. It had like a website for it, so you could do it there. And Mario Maker Two just dropped so many balls. The streams may return, but not with Mario Maker. Hmm. Fortnite. We'll do a Fortnite crew. It'll be so great. Oh boy. Oh, well, that, that also probably not gonna happen. <laughs> we should find something to play together, though. It'll be fun. I'll I'll play Fortnite with you, but I'm not gonna stream it. Uh, yeah, it's definitely not a great game to stream either. But I mean, unless you just want it to be Ben's real bad at Fortnite, which is fine. But <laughs> like, oh, you can do this now. I don't know what's happening. I don't know. That's all it's gonna be. I mean, and, uh, that that's it. Place. I haven't played anything else. I try. I, yeah, I don't think I played any Yakuza. It's just been Immortals. That's been it. Nothing else. I'm a. Uh, I'm probably gonna start playing Dragon Quest Eleven now that I downloaded it because it's Dragon Quest Eleven Definitive. Wait, right. How did that? How does that title go? Uh, oh, wait, here you go. Here you go. Dragon Quest Eleven S. Echoes of an Elusive Age Definitive Edition. Good. God. I think that's it. Good God. But I downloaded it on PC, so I'm gonna. Oh it. yeah. I want to know if I can import my save into it, but I doubt it. From Xbox? No, I played it on PC. Oh. But not the definitive edition. Oh. But it probably adds too much crap. Yeah, yeah I don't know. It had like 40, 50 hours of it. I downloaded it from Game Pass, and it came with the, like three special items, I think. I don't know. Oh, cool. So, yeah, I saw it on there, and I was like, what the fuck? Okay, cool. Downloading it. And, uh, yeah, go yeah. for it. Yeah, so it's really good. I really liked it a lot. I did download Need for Speed Heat, and I started. I did the tutorial. I just haven't played enough of it to like really talk about it. It was oh, yeah. it was pretty cool. I like I like the start of it. I'm just like I didn't touch the Xbox very much. I did. I got to. I played a little more Doom, and then like I got to a boss that glitched out on me three times, what? three times, and I just turned it off. I was like, "Fuck you, Doom." What Fuck does that you. mean? Like, so it's this one. It's um, I'm trying to remember what it is. It's 
So it's this boss battle that has kind of two. What is it a boss battle? It's like a arena basically, sure. and it's got two phases. One where you're inside, and then the next phase you're outside, and it's two of them. And it's like he's got like I think spider legs, kind of. I'm trying to describe. Oh, it. and he like floats around. He, I think he floats around. Yeah, he shoots like I think he shoots missiles. They're like tracker missiles. And at is first, it the guy where you're supposed to shoot him with plasma? Yeah, to break his thing. Yeah, okay, I know. I know he becomes just like a dude who fight, but yeah. Yeah. So so he does. So you fight two of them outside, and the first time one of him got stuck, and I killed it, and then the second one launched me up in the air and i fell all the way down and got under the map oh that's a good place so and then i just kept falling deeper and deeper as i tried jumping back up so then i had to reload my checkpoint and then this time as i got them both out like i got them both down to their second phase and i was like i was whooping their ass dude and then one of them glitched into a wall and I couldn't kill him anymore. Huh. So then I was like, okay. Like, I was like, this is it. This, if something else happens this time, I'm done for, for a little bit. And I start it and they're both somehow underground. <laughs> they were shooting me and hitting me, but I couldn't find them. Like they were just gone. <laughs> and I was like, what is going on? So I don't know this if game like sucks. So, I figured the next time I play it, maybe it won't be glitched or something, but I just, like, I had no idea what was going on with it. I was getting so mad. That sucks. I feel like this is just console. Consoles suck. Boo consoles. Yeah, other than that, I haven't really had any other problems with the game, so this is this could just be, like, where they're, where they're appearing, so where they're loading in. So I'll yeah, give it a, that, another shot of, like, in that, a, little, in a that, couple of days or something. That checkpoint might be messed up. It could be that too. I might have to go back another save and and just redo from the beginning, which isn't that yeah. bad because now that I know how to kill him, it's a little bit easier. But yeah, I had just gone to that point where I was like, "Oh man, I can just get through this part and then move on to the next." So okay, Anyways. all right. But yeah, that's all I've got. And that's it for me. And that's it, and that might be it for us, Ben. Any last things you want to talk about? Anything you want to go over? No, very excited for Cyberpunk, the Game Awards next week. Yeah, me too. On the same day. Same day. That's crazy. Yeah, nobody's going to be watching the Game, Awards are, Game Awards. They're four hours. God. Well, by the time that 45 gig patch, or I think there's another one. There's supposed to be a few patches for Cyberpunk the day I think it comes out, right? Not if you preload it. That's right. Make sure you preload. preload yeah, I haven't your... done that yet. Got to finish Immortals first. <laughs> Good Lord. Anyways, that's going to be it for us this week on Final Checkpoint. Thanks again for all the listens, all the follows, all the shares, all the subscriptions. And, of course, if you haven't yet, we we would appreciate uh, your subscription on any podcast feeds where we're available. We would also appreciate you guys, pre- appreciate you guys uh, being here live with us to check out all the craziness that goes on while we're recording live on twitch.tv slash OS checkpoint 8 p.m. Pacific standard time or daily daylight, whatever savings portion of the world we're in. Uh, you can also be part of the show. You can also suggest topics. You can submit questions, comments, concerns. You can ask us any questions or any uh, thoughts, anything like that by submitting emails 
finalcheckpointpod at gmail.com. You can also submit questions in the chat while we're streaming live. We'll answer them at the end of the show. And of course, you can find us over at thegamefanatics.com. So head on over. Yay. And of course, you can find us over on Twitter at the Joelness, at Ben Runnings. That is it for us this week. We will catch you guys next week. Goodbye. Yay.